Hey guys, I got a very special announcement. We are going to be doing a dating app profile makeover on the April 14th J Train podcast. To enter for your chance to get made over a $50 value, because that's how much it is on Patreon, you can send it in to jtrainpodcast.gmail.com. Send in your full profile with what your dating issues are, and if you're profile is chosen we'll give it a makeover on april 14th so submission time starts now send in your dating profile to jtrainpodcast at gmail.com and on april 14th we'll choose one lucky listener to get their profile made over live on the jtrain podcast that's a 50 dollars value when you sign up on patreon so one lucky winner April 14th, submission starts now. Welcome to the J-Train Podcast. That's right, J-Train Jared Freed coming to you live from Koreatown, New York City. Ah, come on, come on now, help me, babe. You send in your emails. I want you to tickle my nuts. Feather, 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 for feather, feather my nuts like a lady would do on a Saturday night. Blow on my balls, cause tomorrow I wanna see your Instagram stories. Come on, and nah, nah. send in your emails, send in your emails, send in your emails, send in your emails. That's right! We're every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. I just want you to tell a friend and tell a friend that you know me. Support our sponsors every day. And J Train's here with your emails every Tuesday and Friday today day. We got Shelby here on the ones and twos. A capacity crowd here at the Virtual Comedy Network. They come every episode. I don't know where they come from. Full house. They brought the foghorn. That's right. Shelby, how are you? It's just unbelievable. The Shelby cult following grows every week. I can see that. You can feel it. I can see it, feel it. You see it, feel it, know it, it, love it, own it. Taste it. Taste it. You know what it tastes like? Pussy balls. Pussy and balls. That's right. That old pussy ball combo. Mm -hmm. It's like an Arnold Palmer of genitals. That's, can't think of anything better. To describe it, you're right. Shelby here on the ones and twos. Um, 
That's right. We're here every Tuesday and Friday. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, I got some dates. This is Friday. That's it's your Friday episode. Love a Friday episode. Um, today is the twentieth. That means I am in Boston. That's right. Bean Town. I'll see you this weekend because I got no shows to tell you about because they're all sold motherfucking out. That's right. You're too late. If you go go on go on the website, check it out. I'll sound really bad if coronavirus has kept everyone inside and now this is like, everyone's like, ah, you fucking loser. But if you want to come see a show. That's right. I don't know. That's you in quarantine. That's that's all of us in quarantine. If we go, I, I got to say, I, I don't want to. Everyone's being very cautious and I appreciate that. And I know people are dying. But. It seems like a lot of people are, are moving towards, you You know, like a lot of healthy 23-year-olds are like, I don't know what we're going to do. And it's like, dude, you're going to be fine. That's what you're going to do. You're going to go to work. Mm-hmm. You, you can see it when they go, they, they make this transition from coronavirus to COVID-19. That's when you know they're getting serious. Like, They're like uh, it was Osama bin Laden, and then they kill him. Suddenly, it's like Osama bin Laden. Remember that? I I, I don't, but I, I know you, was, you, his, you're right. Suddenly, his name's with a U now. Now, like, yeah, now it's gotten real. Yeah, that's so right. Cool. We go from from the corona. Everyone's like, "Oh, I got coronavirus. Put a lime in it." And then all of a sudden, everyone's like, "No, COVID nineteen has taken out seven thousand grandparents on the." Uh, the north coast of China, and you're like, okay. The frequency of the test they're performing is at an all-time low. It's through and, the the and, airwaves that it transmits through the body's bloodstream, and I think we should have work off this Tuesday because I get hung over on Monday nights. <laughs> like that's kind of what we're dealing with here. People that don't want to work, bringing it up. I listen. I've canceled enough dates with girls I've had sex with once and tried to separate from to know. What's going on right now? Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Been okay. Same thing. Laugh Boston. I'm there this weekend. Uh, hopefully, we're, no one's dead. I hope we're all okay. Look, I got to say, too, I'm at the point where I've made fun of coronavirus enough to it's now funny if I die from it. I'd like it. You would enjoy it, right? Uh huh. Because I think, Shelby, you are, you're freaking out a little bit about it. Correct. Yeah, I can feel, I can feel the intensity. I have every reason to. I, I hear you. Listen. We all got to live another day. Going to be at Gotham, New York City, April 17th and 18th. Going to be in Providence. Going to be in Governors in Long Island. Going to be Comics Mohegan Sun, Dallas, D.C., Philly. JaredFree.com, JaredFree.com, JaredFree.com. Very excited about today's guest, an OKP, back on the show. What's up, baby? Left Fur, thank you for coming on, buddy. Thanks for having me, man. We can all breathe a sigh of relief. <laughs> it's a guest we've heard before. That's right, Lev Fur at Lev Fur. Go check him out on Instagram right now. It's in my, it's on my feed. It's on my post at Lev Fur. He's got a podcast, the Young Daddy Podcast. What days that come out? Uh, Tuesdays and Fridays. Tuesdays and Fridays at Young Daddy Podcast. Go check him out at Lev Fur. He's got dates coming up. You got to go see him live. He's hilarious. You're going to love him if you don't know him already. You got a lot of dates. This is great. 
Yeah, we're, we just did the uh, first wave of the tour. Tickets are coming out, and now... Uh, Have you named the tour? Yeah, I called it Real Thoughts, because okay. there's a few premises in there where, as I say them, I hear crowds either go, like, start booing. like Start booing? Yeah, oh for my the God. first time. And then by the time we get through the joke, they're with me. You know what I you mean? Got, like, you're like, listen, COVID-19. I've got it. I'm cool. I'll yeah. cough right on you. Like, yeah. no, hiss. Yeah, no, I say some wild shit, you know, and uh, to me it's like the president's angry. Get, Get him out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just like, you know, it's it's fucking stand up. I had two women like and none of it's like mean. You know no. what I mean? Well, you know what? It's everything is the minute emotion doesn't mix with logic. And, and you know no. what else it doesn't mix with? Vodka soda. Yeah. I had two women. This was a first for me. Walk up to me after a show the other day and tell me that I was racist. Really? Two white chicks. And uh, I'm hanging out with a black comic friend. Mm. And they walk up and they're like, yeah, that bit was racist and this other bit was homophobic. I was like, I'm not, where am I making fun of these people? What's interesting is, you know, with stand-up comedy, it's supposed to look like you've never said it before. Yeah. The best stand-ups look like the performance, part of the performance is that I'm saying something I've said a million times and it looks like I'm saying it to you for the first time. Right. And if you do a good job of it, the crowd is convinced, oh, well, maybe, I don't know how to feel about that because it might have been, and what they don't understand is that you have done this yeah. already, you've tested it on, you've crowdsourced it. A thousand crowds yeah. have and heard you, it and, and you've gone, they And did, yeah. all you care about is laughter. Yeah, and like uh, they, they told me, they were like, this bit's homophobic. I was like, mm. okay. Because I tell a story about this guy who, like, Instagram DMs me once a week. You okay. Know I mean? Just keep, you know, no response, just keeps fucking hitting me up. And uh, they're like, yeah, it's homophobic. I was like, what part and of he's, it? he's he's gay? Is that yeah, he's a gay fan. Okay. Yeah, I mean, his Insta is Justin Swallows. So, oh, so okay. You know, I, I don't... At least you know what you're getting out of the date. Yeah. He, I mean, you know... Wouldn't it be great if we just knew... <laughs> <laughs> like, like, well, I love that name. Hey, I'm on, I'm on Tinder. I just met, you know, I just met Jesse... Jesse Spitz. Yeah. You're not familiar with Grinder, apparently. Apparently, yeah. Well, grind. This is the thing. In a perfect world, we'd all be gay. Yeah. We'd all just have the same sexual energy as the dude across the table from us. Yeah. I love that. Right. I like how you looked at my be eyes great? as you said that. Listen, man. <laughs> if I, I wish, you know, there's a point because, and. It's like, you know, a lot of times when I hear women write into the podcast, like, they'll be shocked by things. I'm like, this isn't shock. Yeah. I had someone DM me. They're like, they're like, look at this guy. And he was like, why don't you come over? I'm like, yeah, that's what he's going to do. Yeah. And it's like, it's funny that it's like, you know, in that world, there's nothing, you know, Justin Swallows. Right, right. If he approaches the right person. Then they're like, "Oh, good! I have all the information I need." Yeah, and like, uh, I, and I asked these chicks, I was like, "What? What in that bit is homophobic?" And she goes, uh, "Well, I don't know, but you do the you do the voice." And I go, "The yeah, voice he, is you, I, okay." Yeah, it, it doesn't. I go. He asked me for a picture of my balls once a week. Like, I think I can do the voice. I think <laughs> I that's balanced. Uh, yeah. Well, here's the other thing: is is that what I realized is that when I left the finance world, selling life insurance, that world. Yeah. And my kind of college world of guys that like, I grew up with a lot of people that look like me. I entered into comedy, which is the most diverse world that I've ever been involved. Yeah. Yeah. So personally, that's the most diverse group of people I come in contact. It shows with every type. 
And I think a lot of people are afraid that don't converse with their. They think that we don't do that. They yeah, don't, yeah. They think that our jokes just exist in a world like theirs, which exists amongst people that look like them. Which yeah. is like I, you know, it, it. And it's tough. It's hard. And also. To, to get to that line, you have to step over it sometimes and right. make some mistakes. But also, like, if I'm making a joke about a group of people, sure. or that's included in the bit, I look in the crowd for that group. Yeah. Because I'm like, if they're not laughing at sure. that, something's wrong. Like, well, I got to back I, up. I went to my, you know, I had a joke uh, where I referenced the name Muhammad. Yeah. And I went to our friend, uh, friend of the podcast, uh, Nimesh Patel. Funny comic, yeah. great guy, good friend of mine. I go, Nimesh, what do you think of this joke? Is it is it hacky? Is it bad? I go, I go, is it racist? Yeah. That's it. And that's the thing. We talk about these things. We have an open, uh, unafraid conversation with people that are different than us that many people in the crowd don't normally right. have. So I go, is this racist? He goes, nah, it's lazy. Yeah. And yeah, I go, yeah. all right, note taken. Right. So I change the name to Nimesh. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I noticed like a lot of things with white people too. Is like if they start complaining that something's offensive to a certain group, that's yeah. not them. It's like they don't have friends in that group. Yeah, it, it's uh, yeah, it it usually one time, and also you don't know what effect you don't. Know, we're dealing with the emotional stability of a a group of uh, over a hundred people. Yeah, yeah. So one time I've told this on this show before, but one time I came off stage and this woman came up to me. And she goes. I, I had to leave the room. I was so offended. Right. And I go, well, what? And I and I was, listen, a lot of people won't sit and have the conversation with you. Yeah. I go, I go, um, a lot of people won't sit and talk with you about it. Yeah. So I go, what's the issue? Tell me the joke. Maybe I made a mistake. Right. I'm up. I'm up for that talk. Yeah. She goes, I don't know. Penis. Fart. I don't know. And then runs away. Yeah. The American people are tired of women. <laughs> <laughs> Bernie's right sometimes. So, yeah. but my but, point to that story is, I don't even have a penis fart joke. Right. This person who was in the crowd heard penis and fart. They had their own penis fart experience. Yeah. And they felt that I unnecessarily opened that gate to a bad moment in their life. Right, right. They fired on a penis, maybe. I don't know. Right. I was cyberbullied within an inch of my life That's last right. night. I'm sorry. <laughs> they just hate the Nimesh bit. They're just walking up like, that was offensive <laughs> to Nimesh. I don't know him, but... That guy's got to be mad. Yeah, he's going to be pissed. Listen, if you want to get mad at Lev, you can go to one of his shows, okay? He's <laughs> yeah. got tons of shows coming up, and you all go need to see need to go see him. At Lev Fur, he's coming to Portland, Maine on tonight. Tonight, yeah. Portland, Maine. That's right. Chicago, 324. We got people there on March 24th in Chicago. Tampa on March 25th. Poughkeepsie, March 28th. And New York City, April 29th. All of you need to go see Lev. He's fantastic. I'm sure you're going to love him. At Lev Fur, the Young Daddy podcast for your listening pleasure. Uh, would you like to do some emails? You ready? Yeah, I'm fucking, uh, I'm fresh uh, on a heartbreak, so let's jump in. Heartbreak? What's yeah. wrong? Dude, I spent this morning going to the post office to drop off a love letter, a physical <gasps> A love letter. A physical eight-page letter. Eight pages? Yeah, eight pages. It, I mean, what it's happened? eight different people. So, so you got broken up with, or? So, no, like, I dated this girl for, like, four or five months, and, uh... I think I fucked up because I think that was like the person I'm supposed to be with. You they know? say men are the ones that deal with the one that got away more than women. Oh, really? 
because women will like try and figure it out and yeah. give time to someone that has deficiencies in other areas, but they'll find the best to try and work on those with them. Yeah. And men are like, nah, yeah. I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to try and fuck everyone. So we're that, more distracted. Happened. Yeah, no, we kept like we dated. It wasn't working. And at mm. that point, I was like, this isn't working. I'm jumping off the ship. You yeah. Know? And then I had like a great three months where I was mm-hmm. like, this is the easiest breakup ever. Yeah, this is great. Yeah. Meanwhile, she's like going through the breakup in that three months. Sure. Trying, to, trying to like win me back. Showing up every fucking two weeks being like showing up. Yeah. She'd be like, I'm in your neighborhood, you know, oh, no. and I'd be like, OK, you want to swing by? She swings by. Then it's like kind of that moment of like, are we doing this again? Yeah. You know, and. <laughs> And then like, she's like, oh, I got you a gift, you know, a little shit like that. And but the whole time I'm like emotionally numb mm. and being like, no, no, no. Like we obviously can't date. It wasn't working. And now like I just hit a point where once you feel like you've lost them. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. It's like a crowd. It's like once I feel like I'm not getting you back. I'm like, oh, I really want to get you. Yeah. Back. Well, the reality. <laughs> Tell us your story. It's you standing outside. You at, this is you at the post office. <laughs> Please. I hope the letter works. Take me back, baby. Nobody's gobbled my balls like you these last three months. Dude, I'm like, you should have seen. I wish I would have taken pictures of this fucking letter. Because, like, what's the letter say? What I mean, well, here's the other thing. You, um, it's the minute you lost it that you have to go. Oh, this is what life feels like without that person. Yeah. Because she keeps showing up. You go, okay, I get a little, I get a little touch a touch of her yeah you always feel like that door's open the door's open you get to taste a little bit you see her you're like oh okay yeah it still involves you now the texts are gone yeah texts don't get responded to and like and i'm sure for for her end she's just like no i'm not gonna like i need a proper apology like i'm not gonna fucking keep waiting so what did the letter say well, the first thing I used to basically eight pages. I mean, what what could you be? Well, talking it's like about? small. I don't fucking, have eight pages to write to anybody. <laughs> I'm working on a new hour. Uh, no, it's like small fucking. Uh, what do you call? It? I had to go buy like special paper. You know what I mean? Why? Because I fi- I was like I can't write a serious thing on like fucking yellow pad. No, no, no. Yeah, you know, yeah, you went and got like yeah calligraphy. Yeah, <laughs> you got like a Feathered special. Pen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and my narcissism is like it's Play gonna be. Some- like some, yeah, a feather pen. You're like, at, you're sitting a candlelight. My dearest of thine. Yeah, I loved you. Uh, <laughs> oh, hello, Rachel of Livingston, New Jersey. Yeah. We met based on a common bond of summer camp. Yeah. You blew me that <laughs> first night, and I took it for granted. I think that's actually a line in the letter. Please <laughs> come back to me. I don't know what it feels like to love. <laughs> Your forever cuddle, Lefa. I should have hired you. I could have. I could have helped you out. Yeah. No. I and the uh, my narcissism too. I went and bought special paper because I'm like, she's gonna frame this. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, you can't frame yellow pad. <laughs> what a weird thing in the house. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, Rachel, what's that on your wall? Oh, that's a, uh, a sad letter from an ex. <laughs> uh, yeah, he writes a lot about how he wasn't good enough for me. Yeah. She's like, he was on TV once, but you can see teardrops <laughs> here. I got him. Deep Get him out of here. <laughs> yeah. No, but I fucking... Well, we're sorry. The J-Train podcast, everyone here, you know, you've, you've got everyone crying. You know, I'm, I'm optimistic, though. You know what I mean? I, uh, I did fe- the, How did you end it? How did you leave the door open? Hey, like, 
Because here's the thing about going back to someone is yeah. you have to go back into a relationship. You got to move into the I house. I know. Yeah. That's the I think the scariest part about it is like I know that if this does happen, it's like we I I almost texted her last night like let's just have a kid. Let's just have Well, one. that is you're right because I need some kind of commitment show. The showed. only ending out of it that you're not an asshole is death. Yeah. Because <laughs> when you break up with someone, they go, oh, okay, you broke up with me. I've gotten over it. Then you bring them back yeah. based on your selfishness. You're like, wait a minute. Now I feel lonely. Come back to me because you have left me. Yeah. And then she has to reconvince herself into you. Now she's in. You go, we're dating. A year goes by. You go, mm, yeah. I don't know. And then she goes, but you, I was out and you pulled me back in. And now look at, I'm here because of you. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Yeah, no. That's I the hardest part about getting. And women are like, he wants me back. And it's like. He's not sure of that either. Yeah, well, it's a, it's always scary. It's like you're gambling yeah. on a fucking car that broke down a, a year ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, you're like, we put new brakes on it. Yeah, yeah, but, but you still the interior sucks. But I, you know what it is? Is like I think with men, it takes us a long time to look back and go, oh shit, I I see where she was right. I see where yeah. I fucked up. Well, also we know that. I think with men, when the party ends, yeah, yeah. you know, like I, I'm moving with my girlfriend. Yeah, and sorry to hear that. Exactly. Yeah. So this is the response <laughs> from men. I, I, you get started to hear that. I had someone. I told a, I told a friend of mine. I was like, "Yeah, I'm moving in," and he goes, "He goes, uh, he had a good run." <laughs> yeah. That was his response. Say a like, prayer for you. Her responses from her friends aren't. Ah, oh, you had a good run. No. Yeah, yeah. You did it. They're, they're all going. Oh, you know that she's up in the chair. They're doing the horror. It's you know it's you know like she's running around and now I'm sitting there and I'm having a funeral for my fucking penis with my friends. Oh yeah, it's a totally different feeling. Yeah, it's I've never moved in with anybody. I'm fucking 23, so it's like I just I just moved into my first apartment. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I wouldn't. I mean, I'd try and go to the. Yeah. Post office and get that letter back. <laughs> let's you know, do some emails. You ready? Yeah, yeah. Let's jump. Jtrain podcast at gmail.com. Jtrain podcast at gmail.com. Before we get to these, we're here with Leffer at Leffer. The podcast is brought to you by Self. This is a new sponsor alert. Ring that bell, Shelby. Credit is one of those things in life where if you don't have it or you have bad credit, it can feel impossible to build. It's a catch twenty two. You can't build credit if you don't have payment history. Say your roommate has been paying the legit the, the legit. Say your roommate has been paying the light bill for the last four years. They get all the credit for the credit and you get none. Do we understand how that works? Yeah. So you have to pay to get it. Some people think the fastest way to start building credit is to open up a store credit card, but that's risky and it could cost you money up front. Now, yeah, you don't want to do that. Now there's an easy new way to build credit, and it's called Self. Self's credit builder account lets you build credit with no credit check. Ooh. It's basically a loan that you pay back through small monthly payments that fits your budget. Making those payments that you won't even feel will build up your credit history. But that's not all. The best part is once your account is paid off, you will have savings set aside minus interest and fees. A credit card will not give you that. So you need good credit. Yeah. You got this is like, you know, this is the t adult conversations that none of us want to have. So if you're sitting there with no credit, you're like, how do I build it? Well, why don't you pay? Why don't you put a savings account together 
This is this works like a savings account yeah. that you're also building credit on. So think of it like a it's like when you get milk with extra protein. Yeah. You know, you're getting your milk, but you're also getting your protein. You're being healthy. You're being healthy. So this is a financial health move. Yeah. So with self, you get to create this account that you you set how much you pay on a monthly basis. And the, it, so I have a mortgage. Okay. Yeah. I have a mortgage. When I pay the mortgage, I, to me, I'm putting money into my own pocket. Right. Because every time I pay a mortgage bill, oh, I'm adding value that I, I'm now owning a little more of my home. Right. When you pay rent, I, you know, when I pay rent, I go, it's like I take the money and I burn it on fire because someone else is putting that rent money into it, this is the same thing. You're building, you're putting money into building the home of your financial well being. Yeah. So if you want to buy a car, rent your own place, or even buy a home, recession is a good time to buy. You need a credit history, and then credit helps you lower fees and get better interest rates. So this is all helpful. Start building your credit history today with self. Get started in just five minutes at self.inc slash JTrain. That's self.inc slash J train and do it for yourself. I think this is the first time I've actually wanted to sign up for a sponsor. That's right. Listen, Prince of Promos, I know how to sell here. <laughs> okay. We ready to do some emails? Yeah, man. J train podcast at gmail.com. Delta Airlines hypothetical pilot Pete edition. Are you familiar with The Bachelor? Uh, not too much. Okay. But Peter, you just got me on Delta. I, I did get you on Delta. Yeah, I'm a member now. This is, uh, did you get the credit card? Not yet. I got to go to self first. No, no, no. Get the credit. Forget the sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> get the Amex Delta card because yeah. then that all becomes miles. Every time you spend on it, you get miles. Plus, oh, no shit. and then you connect your Delta account to Lyft. You got to go to lyft.com slash Delta. Then every time you take a Lyft, you get points too. Wow. This is all to get your free flights. Hey, Jared, Duke of Delta, here's a hypothetical. You're boarding your Delta flight and see that the pilot, that pilot Pete, who, yes, is a commercial Del pilot for Delta. This is the bachelor from this past season is a delta pilot is your pilot for the upcoming flight what is your reaction what do you do so what do you do if you get on your flight and your pilot is the former bachelor himself peter weber dude i think i would get off the flight i was i was thinking about this like if he's you hear him like yes yeah, my first flight in 10 months i was i did both yeah. bachelors back to back yeah yeah yeah. i mean he is out of practice yeah. that is a big point and the last thing i want in a pilot is a guy that wants to be famous yeah you know like, what i mean like you don't want him making extra moves that he, yeah. he's like let me do the sully he's like i landed on the river so i can get back in the public eye a plane barrel rolled from new york to chicago <laughs> fully it's like this it's, it's pilot pete yeah he's back yeah. in the news he goes by pilot peter now Put I, some respect on i it. brought this up to um even before this email came in to michelle wolf yeah. and she was like I, she said she'd get off the plane, and yeah. I I was like, no, it would be fun. It's cool to say. I'd take a picture with them. She, and she brought up a great point that, like, so Pilot Pete, I'm, I'm sure I've aired my opinion by now because we're taping ahead of time. To me, I did say to, to Michelle, and I'm, I'll say it to the audience here, that I think Pilot Pete, his best future, because The Bachelor just ended last night. Yeah. The best job you could have is a pilot 
because now he can disappear into obscurity. He has a good job with good benefits, good pay. Isn't it not good pay though? Delta pilot? I've heard You're like, in the union. I've heard You're... pilots don't make that much. I think starting out you don't make that much and the hours kind of suck. But here's the here's the good part. You're now Pilot Pete going from city to city with a phone full of DMs from every town in the country. Yeah, but I feel like pilots never had a problem getting pussy. But the, yeah, but you know vetted I mean? pussy. Yeah. So now <laughs> next. <laughs> you're getting girls yeah, but, walking off your plane. But I feel like they're banging flight attendants, and flight attendants are always like super hot. Very hot. Yeah. I love the flight attendants. We have a lot of listening flight attendants here. Yeah. I w- but I'm saying they're getting hotel bar. He now has choice of the DMs. These guys that end the bachelor without a girlfriend or a fiance, they can't just show up in Des Moines. They just they can't just show up in Syracuse. Yeah. They can't just show up in Rando Town. Pilot Peter has a reason to be in these towns, and he can go, hey, I'm in Columbus, and then 7,000 chicks DM him from Columbus, and he gets to go, hmm, where will my blowjob come from tonight? Well, when I first started getting like a couple followers, I noticed how much of my time was spent vetting Instagram DMs now, deciding who's just going to be nudes, who am I going to meet up with, you know. Who's for real, who's not, who's cool. But, so he's got to be doing that while he's fucking flying. And this is the reason to not fly with him. You're right. Yeah. This is the reason to it's, get off the flight. Because I know what it did to me. This is, you know what I mean? You are saying. Get him out of here. Yeah. You're saying the same thing that Michelle said last night. She was like, this guy's going to be checking DMs the whole fucking flight. Whole flight. I want him concentrating. Yeah. You, like, so I would get off to, the plane. It starts con- to lean <laughs> yeah. to one side. He's like, oh, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. Shit. It's like when you're driving. Yeah. Like you're like, oh, oh my God, look at this DM. Ah! You know? Do you think when, when they, you know, because they announce like uh, themselves in the beginning of the fucking flight. I wonder if like they, he adds the credit now. And he's like, you might see hey, this next uh, pilot on The yeah, Bachelor. Yeah. Hey, uh, out of your left window is uh, <laughs> the Grand Canyon. And uh, you might recognize this voice from last season yeah. on The Bachelor. He starts plugging his yeah. Instagram. <laughs> hey, you can find me at at Pilot Pete. <laughs> Dude, there's only a matter of time before pilots start promoting their Instas when you're I on mean, the I mean, you're going to see it everywhere. Yeah. Everyone wants, everyone's got a brand. Yeah. All J-tra- those flight attendants are always doing those fun announcements to oh, try yeah. to go viral. And if you want to have... If you want to see all my fun announcements, go to, you know, to my Stacey, TikTok. Yeah, at Stacy Stewardess. Yeah. <laughs> or at Farrah Flight Attendant <laughs> at gmail.com. That, that guy, Sully, after he landed that plane, did he ever fl- like fly a commercial plane again? Sully, you could tell, is from a different generation because yeah. after that was done, he didn't go around doing like Wendy Williams. Right, right. Like he was, he still was a professional. Yeah. To the end. That was the last like generation of men. That was like... I got to say, it is amazing how far away we seem from Sully. Yeah. But did he did he ever fly again? You know what I mean? Because I feel like... I, if, I, I, would, I would think he would have. I don't know. I don't know. For, I, I don't think he's going... I don't think he's doing Delta Regional. Yeah, yeah. They made that weird movie about him where like the people investigating a plane crash were somehow the bad guys. Yeah, and <laughs> Mike O'Malley was in it. Yeah. yeah. It was very weird. Yeah, you're right. J Train Podcast at Gmail.com. J Train Podcast at Gmail.com here with Lev Fur. At Lev Fur, Portland, Chicago, Tampa, Poughkeepsie, New York City. Go, 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 Levfur.com. Need to end it, don't know how. Hi, guys. Thanks for all you do. Love this pod. Love your work. Now to the story. I moved to my hometown back in June with no intention of staying for long. But here I am, still here, on Bumble. I matched with this guy. 
somewhat uh, this guy I somewhat knew from my childhood. We were neighbors, but he was six years older, so we never really talked. We're friends. Anyways, we matched on Bumble, got drinks. Long story short, we are dating now. He lived here, but just moved out of state for a new and better job, which I'm happy for him, but it definitely makes things tough and has made me realize a few things on top of that. Since the, the start, we have always had very different lifestyles, and I feel like I don't see a long-term future with him. I'm 24, he's 30, and I don't want to waste his time when I really feel like he is thinking I'm the one. Yeah. I love his family, and I know he really does care about me. I feel like he must feel that uh, the sort of disconnect. I really value a healthy lifestyle, and I'm the type of person who likes to stay busy, do things outside, etc. He is somewhat the complete opposite. Big drinker, doesn't work out much, do much. <laughs> it's really fun. It's made him sound like a hero. Uh, things are uh, the, there are things that I can see where he's made uh, huge changes to make a di- make me see he's trying for the relationship, texting more, taking me to dinners, family events, hanging out with friends, etc. But I am not attracted to him the way I know I want to be attracted to someone, and I feel like I need to end it. The worst part is I feel horrible about say, doing this. On top of it all, we're supposed to go on vacation with his family at the end of the month, and that's the next time I see him. I don't know what to do. Please help me. Sincerely, too nice to break up with her boyfriend. So what do you think, Lev? How should she do it? She, <clears throat> We can both agree, I think. Shelby, you can get on this, too. Mm-hmm. We all agree she needs to end it. Yeah, right. sure. Yeah. I well, mean, I was going to ask you this. Sure. In, in response to that, how important do you think, like, because to- here's the thing, you, you, me and you, I'm sure we've both dated women where you're like, this girl is gorgeous, mm-hmm. probably the best looking I've ever been with, mm-hmm. but there's nothing more than that here. There's not that connection. You know I, what I mean? I've definitely been with women where I knew they were great, but not great for me. Yeah. Yes. But was the great for you? Did you ever break up with a girl because you were like, she, our, the, the chemistry's fucking great, but I mm. wish she, you know, the, her look was a little different or something. Did you ever have that? Like, um, how important do you think that total attraction is as opposed to, like, just how well do you fucking get along with somebody over a 24-hour period? I, I think lust can cloud your vision. Yeah. You know? Because so I feel like that's happened to me. Where, where you've been with someone... Who's so hot or not like, the look you want? Like, for example, like I think that I've at times thrown away people who could have been great partners because mm. I'm like, in my head, I have this stupid thing of like, oh, well, she doesn't look like a model or like, you know, just oh. that dumb 20 year old mm. like male fucking thought. I've never had that. I have had where it's like, this is not my taste. Yeah. Like, I, I, to me, like, like sometimes I see supermodels where I'm like, that's not. That doesn't get me going. Right, right, You know right. what I mean? Yeah. So, like, the idea of, like, supermodel versus not supermodel, I, I do think that we all have a pie chart right. um, for what attracts us to someone. And on that pie chart, looks is on it. Even yeah. though people want to s- say that it isn't on it or don't want to admit to it being on it. Right. That's a big thing where people are like, it's embarrassing to go, I'm just not attracted to you anymore and because and because it makes you sound shallow yeah because i wonder if this girl would break because our gut instinct is like mm, she's got to break up with him you yes. know she's got to fucking get on that flight with pilot pete have him do it over an announcement absolutely but you know uh, at the same time what if like later she's regretting it being like well he was the best guy to me he like changed for me he fucking started texting <laughs> me more i you know i think and then she's like i, I broke up with him because i wanted a hotter guy like what if she feels that to me, it's not when someone says 
I'm not attracted to them. It's the it, it's everything. everything. Yeah. I don't think it's I don't think anyone is like I don't think people go into things with people they're not even right, a right. little attracted to. And I think all the other qualities like I could take a huge dump in the middle of my apartment and my girlfriend would go, it was kind of cute. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, and attraction, <laughs> like creepy is only attraction away. Yeah. You know, like being all of a sudden, like I was watching, you know, you're watching The Bachelor last night and, you know, a lot of women will DM me like, oh, he's so gross. He's not attractive. It's like, yeah, but if you were attracted to him a little bit and he did these things, you'd be like, oh, isn't it cute? When? Right. Have you seen Seth Rogen lately? He looks downright homeless does he really mm -hmm. and there's people out there going i'm just a seth rogan kind of oh girl. yeah of course so like there's a foot everyone has a foot everyone has a thing but i think the i think when you become unattracted to like other parts of them then it affects everything it's like a it's like a disease yeah, that spreads yeah. to the rest of the body yeah what i mean but she's afraid to break up because of this family trip yeah I think it's going to be embarrassing for him, but you need to get it done as soon as possible. Yeah, I think she should have the whole family watching. Do it on the flight. Yeah, on the couch. Over the loudspeaker. You get to the front of the plane. Hey, everybody, I have an announcement to make. Right. Uh, I'm not physically attracted to this family's son. <laughs> hey, everybody, I just want to go over your left. Uh, we're going to go ahead and not have you be my boyfriend when we land. Okay. Uh, you're expecting hey. a little emotional turbulence up there. Uh, <laughs> smooth flight, though. Smooth flight. But it's going to be a real nightmare for two of you. Hey, everybody. Over your left, uh, you're going to see the Grand Canyon. And at the front of our plane is Jessica, uh, who's not sexually attracted to Bobby anymore. Uh, we're gonna turn the fastened seatbelt on except for Dave we're gonna need you to up front Dave Dave to the front Dave we have a parachute for you to jump out of the plane like I I think she needs to send this text right now and I think, it you needs think she's got a text no she's got to call him because they're yeah. long distance that's the other thing hey I gotta let you know because we're getting towards this trip and I don't think it's fair of me to go on a trip with you and your family that I don't see myself being long term. Yeah, with. don't go on the trip. You can't sure. go on the trip. Can't. If I nothing would feel here's what's more embarrassing. Yeah. A month because you go on the trip, you gotta stay in it another two months at a minimum. Yeah. I know a girl who's like totally not interested in this dude and he's like in love with her mm. and he takes her out on a vacation like once a month. And I'm like, you vacation can't. keeps you in. Yeah. And I was like, you can't keep saying yes to this. And she's like, I know, I know. But the vacation, the vacation the people are tired of women. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> the vacation is the phone charger for the bad relationship. Yeah, that's the that's the uh, the uh, the uh, the what is it? The the charger that you walk around with. The fucking portable. The portable yeah. charger for the relationship. That's the thing where it's like, oh, man, yeah. we got no, there's no plugs. Don't worry. I brought a charger. You it's know, the vacation. Yeah, you know, it's funny, Because you got to stay in it because no one's going to end it with it. No one's going to land at JFK and go, hey, and we're done. Good trip. Yeah. Bye. I guess I'll, we'll take separate caps. This is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not going to happen. Yeah. No, I, I also, it's hilarious to me. No guy is ever like, I'm just, I'm worried about her family. I love her family a lot. I don't know how they're going to take it. You know what I mean? Like we, that doesn't even enter our thought. We're like no. her family. No, are, no, 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 How no. many of them are alive? Get out. Yeah. Time to call them. Say, hey, and don't make it about attraction. Just be like, 
This isn't the match for me. You've no. just gone on a new job. I know we have this trip coming up. Whatever I can pay. I would also offer to pay. That's good. Yeah. I would go whatever the opt-out fees are. It's going to be 200 bucks. It's going to be... It, it, in the grand scheme of life, every day that becomes cheaper for you not to deal with this family. Yeah, anymore. but if it were me, if I got that text of like, I'll pay whatever it takes, I'd be like, no, 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 I'd rather pay it. Exactly. Than have to. He's not going to make you pay. Yeah, of course. <laughs> JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. We're sponsored people. Woo! Fab Fit Fun. Fab Fit Fun. The seasonal box that sparks joy. Okay. I'm going to tell you guys right now why I love FabFitFun, okay? Okay. You're not going to like everything in the box, but that's the fun of the box. Yeah. It is full of things that you wouldn't allow yourself to buy at the drugstore. You'd look at it and go, it's too much. I don't deserve it. I I don't know if I need it. I've never tried it. I got to know what it's like. This box offers you the opportunity at a low price to try a bunch of new things that could hypothetically be a part of your routine. Yeah, what's in it? It's all beauty, fitness products. My girlfriend, what I do is I get the box, and also now you can curate your own box. You can start choosing. Yeah. So even, and, and also it gives you a chance to try new things with a belay. You can rope yourself into the mountain while you jump off the side and do a little bungee action because it's not a real risk because the box alone, the box, we're going to sell it to you for $49.99 and then I'm going to give you an extra $10 off. So this is, and everything in the box adds up to over $200 in value. So they call this arbitrage. Yeah. That's you're really the, pushing the boundaries of my vocabulary today, Jared. You're welcome. Be, what did you say earlier? Biali a second ago? Biali? Yeah. Like the bagel? The, <laughs> yeah, you're like, the Florida this is what I was bagel? Belay. And belay. I'm like, what? Well, that's when you go, you go, when you get in the, when you climb uh, rock climbing, you go, belay on, on belay. That is such a Climbing, spe- climb away. That is such a specific white term. That's that you right. You just threw at me. Get him out of here. This is the get podcast of, of specific of white terms. Jesus. Hashtag specific white terms. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag. <White people laughs> always running the jump on some bullshit <laughs> always always so listen that's from my podcast <laughs> so listen people i get this box they send one to me every quarter every season i get a box and what i do is i get the box and uh if you're watching on youtube and get subscribed on youtube right now the box is my hat okay and i slide it at my girlfriend like that and then her like a raccoon <laughs> she, she scurries around the box and she yeah. goes she'll take things out yeah she'll be like and then she'll take things out she'll put some creams on she'll take you know she'll look at something she'll go this is for whores and she'll throw it away yeah like everything has a personal thing to her because it's going like what you talked about through her filters totally of her life and yes. what she's associating every yes with every that. smell relates to a girl she hated in high school yeah. every cream relates to a good friend from camp like it's all so this is all to say that you're gonna find something that you love yeah. something that you hate Something that you need in every FabFitFun box. Just like makeup remover. Yeah. <laughs> just just need towel to wipe off face after a long night out. Dude, I would save these for whenever we had a fight. 
And then after in the silence, I would just slide that under the door. So, oh, look what I found. Yeah, because no, no, yeah, no matter how mad you are, you're still going to go through the box. Of course. Fat yeah. Fit Fun is happiness delivered straight to your door each season. Choose from a variety of beauty, fashion, fitness, and wellness products to customize your very own spring box. It retails for $49.99, but always has a value of over $200. Use coupon code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN. That's coupon code JTRAIN for $10, $10, $10 off your first box at FabFitFun.com, FabFitFun.com, FabFitFun.com. Once again, that's code JTRAIN for $10 off your first box at FabFitFun.com. Get into it. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Let's do some more emails here with Lev Fur at Lev Fur on Instagram. Ten-year friends with benefits. Have I been strung along? Please read. Ten fucking years. Um, I'm writing in because I would really appreciate your s- insights on a 10-year friends with benefits situation I've been involved in. At the 10-year mark, shouldn't you like get them something? I think you get out for good behavior at that point. Right? <laughs> like 10 years? <laughs> how do you not know for 10 years what your status is? He and I met on Labor Day in a house share when I was in my early 20s, and he was in his early 30s. Yeah. So now he's in his 40s? We didn't know each other previously, but we hit it off and ended the, ended the night making out on the beach. We kept in touch over text in the months that followed, occasionally meeting up for drinks and makeouts. There would be a couple years until we actually brought sex into the equation. It's very interesting that this thing where they had the sexual chemistry of some sort. Yeah. And it takes you. That's the thing. There's a lot of people out there. That, you know, when a lot of women will write into this podcast and they'll be like, he keeps texting. Why does he keep texting? Because he wants to cash in in a couple years. Yeah. A lot of guys are out there um, investing in penny stocks. Yeah. With the hope of future returns. What a, a text costs you zero dollars, zero time. Right. So remember that every time you go, well, he texted me. Well, he said, well, he... Zero investment in a text. Yeah. So she's like, well, two, she, but it's interesting that she's starting the count at, of 10 years at make out one. Right, right. He's starting the count. He's never started the count. Yeah. You know, like, well, I feel like if I, uh, most of the time when a guy is texting, it's yeah. just as like to make sure that door's still open. Mm-hmm. Like, is there going to be sex someday? How you doing? How's everything? If you just send, how are you? And then they fucking respond and they ask you a question back. You don't even respond. That's it. That's yeah. still the same job was done. Keeping you fresh in the fridge. Yeah. We kept in touch. Uh, I was fresh out of college. Okay. We actually brought sex in the equation. I was fresh out of college and dating a lot of guys and was mindful that he grew up being friends with some of my cousins. Basically, I wanted to keep it as neat and tidy as possible, still having fun. During this time, we learned we had an enormous amount in common, had great banner. We'd see each other every few weeks, and he'd always pick up the tab for dinner or drinks in casual but gentlemanly way. After a while, aka after we were having sex, I broached the subject of dating each other, and he said he wasn't looking for anything serious. I said that was totally fine, but I, that I needed to step away. Almost a year went by where we didn't speak, but he reached out, and we started chatting again as friends. Reader... Reader, we did not stay just friends for long. Yeah, of course not. Why reader? Typo. We did, typo. We did not stay friends for, for long. The hooking up resumed and continued on and off for about six years alongside a very genuine friendship. We saw each other <laughs> through career changes, house moving, housing moves, and net, countless Netflix binges. I'm we picturing met each other. all the calendars flying <laughs> off the wall. <laughs> Six years later, we met, we've met each other's friends and parents, and generally when things are, quote-unquote, on, it's pretty relationshipy. He's asked me to come shopping for couch pillows and bathroom tiles, for God's sakes. Well, that doesn't count. Yeah. That 
that's one of those details that your friends would go, oh, tiles? And, right, right. and you have four men sitting here going, not even moved by that information. Yeah, no. Um, when we were off, it was almost always because he'd start to act distant. I tried to have conversations about why he was being distant, and he denied doing it, not want to have the conversation. Well, there were other women. I'd get fed up and ultimately be the one to end communication. Currently, we are in an off period. I saw him in early December, and he was weird afterwards and through the holidays. I found out in January that his work department had been dissolved, so thinking that was on his mind. He reached out a couple times on text to test the waters. As Jared's going down, there folks. Bring in the hazmat. You first, actually ate hazmat. The walking first out sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> the first sneeze to the end. Knock my head. Yeah. Currently, we're in an off period. I saw him in early December, and he was weird afterwards through the holidays. I found out in January that his work department has been dissolved, so thinking that was on his mind, he reached out a couple times on text to test the waters this year, and I've been polite but brief in my response. I'm at a point in my life where I'm looking for a serious relationship, and I don't want to get back into it with him if we're going to continue the cycle forever. My question is, what is all this bullshit about? He's now in his early 40s, and I'm in my early 30s. We get along wonderfully, love, hate the same stuff, and are still very attracted to each other even after 10 years. I'd totally be in a relationship with him if he asked, what should I do? Time really uh, to give this up or reach out to him. What do I say if I reach out to help? Listen, if you're in an off period and during that off period, you're researching what's going on at their job and you're like, this is the thing women always do. And I love you. I love you guys. But at the same time, you go, I don't know what the problem is. He doesn't seem interested. Mm. You know what I mean? And, and then you start. Is it his job? Yeah. And when you start using words like dissolved, you know what I mean? <laughs> that team got dissolved. It's yeah. like, no, the problem is exactly what he told you. He doesn't want to be in a relationship. Yeah. Like you love this guy. Sure. And I think that's like underneath all this. You can tell yourself all these things but you do love this guy you want to be with him i think that's obvious mm -hmm. but it's not reciprocated so it's like he could he could also love you but not want to be in love with you and be in that long-term relationship like yeah i have exes like that where it's like i'll always love you we can hang out let's go fucking buy tiles you know what i mean but sure at, but at the same time i'm never gonna seriously date them because i can't see myself like marrying them or or, or you're not giving it the you're not even opening up that part of your brain to yeah you. like i I will speak from personal experience to say I've been in relationships, these types of relationships with women where it's all done at my own convenience. Yeah. Like this guy, every time he reaches out, it's at his convenience. Every yeah. time he brought you along for tiles, it's his convenience. Every time he asked you about throw pillows, it was because it, it was a selfish move that yeah. he is lonely. He had no one else to call. He did a favor. And he, and he knew you would respond. Yeah. He did a favor and he thought, yeah, she'll think this is cute. But I, I don't want, you know, the advice I'm sure a lot of people give you is just stop it. Go away. Yeah. Stop. And, and I think all of us in this room would say this isn't going to be the guy. Yeah, I think she kind of needs to just go through this breakup. That she's been, it's like she's been pushing off going through a breakup for 10 years. Well, properly. that's, I agree with you because I think we have to understand that 10 year friends with, she's described it as 10 years friends with benefits. Yeah. I'd like to hear him describe it. Right, right. Because it's like when someone says, oh, I want to be casual. Your definition, Lev, and my definition of casual are completely different, yeah. but we never discuss the definition. Right. So she's writing in about a friends with benefits for 10 years. I am positive that he does not see it this way. Yeah. He's not sitting there going, oh, Elaine, 
oh, Elaine, that's my 10 year. We've done a decade of fucking. Right, right. Without commitment. Like, no, 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 no. He describes you, that's my good friend, Elaine. Yeah. Not even. Or even just, oh, yeah, she's a great girl. I love her. Yeah, great yeah. girl. He's never described it as thoroughly as you just described it. Right. So I think I agree with Lev where you have to start owning what this is to you. Yeah. And I think that starts with a text to him. I think you text the guy. And I think it's, I think because we talked about this on You Up podcast with Jordana. Jordana gave this whole, you know, her own saga similar to this where a guy who kept coming in and out of her, her life. Right. I love that to men when women talk, it's a saga. Well, <laughs> <laughs> she did. We're like, oh, she gave me an epic the other day. On <laughs> we first met at a pregame before we all went out and had seventeen vodka sodas. This was before Black Claw. <laughs> this is before what? Black Claw, Hennessy, and Seltzer. Yes. These were the White Claw days. There weren't other claws yet. That's right. We were at a pregame. That next week, he said, "I'll call you." Let's go on a date. Yeah. But that date never came. I sat home. He canceled. He said, let's just be friends. And for 10 long years, the friendship went on. We shopped for throw pillows. He's met my friends. I know the cousins. Will this love last? Here's the other thing she wrote, and the answer's in the email a lot of times. Guys like this will let you make the rules for it. Yeah. So what saved him a lot is that we saw each other through career changes. Um, Which means nothing to men. Nothing. Nothing. Like, that's weird that you even noted that. Well, she was a paralegal, and then she... Past yeah, the he's bar. Not, now she's partner at the <laughs> at the firm. Yeah, he's not being like, oh yeah, Elaine, she's an insurance now. Here's the important part she needs to hear. Okay. It would be a couple years until we actually brought sex in the equation. I was fresh out of college and dating a lot of guys and was mindful that he grew up being friends with some of my cousins. Basically, I wanted to keep it as neat and tidy as possible while still having fun. Yeah. That is fucking a godsend to men. Yeah. Hearing a woman say Ah, I got you. Got, I got the cousins. Let's keep this. Let's keep this to just us. We're just having fun, neat and tidy. We're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Please. I actually really respected that when she, that that jumped out at me in the email. I think more than anything, because I was like, oh yeah, she's you know that's fucking awesome. She's yeah. a good woman. You think it's awesome because she's on board. Yeah. With casual sex. Yeah. And that's the thing that you know. There's. I don't think men are knowingly doing this, but when you hear that from a woman, when she goes. You know, with my cousins involved, I don't want this getting out. Let's just keep this, right. you know, cool. And you go, oh, now I'm not responsible when this thing blows up. Yeah. It, it alleviates responsibility. So I think over the 10 years, you've been kind of pussyfooting it because of the cousins. And he's let you do that for because of the cousins. But he doesn't care. He's letting you do that because he doesn't want to be the bad guy. Yeah. Here's what needs to change. You need to own how much this relationship means to you. So that means texting him or calling him or getting in touch with him and saying, hey, I really do like you. I've enjoyed our time together. To me, there's no reason for us to not date. Right. We have been doing this for 10 years. We're eight pillows if, deep. It, we're eight pillows deep. 
We're 30 tiles down the road. (laughs) And I am down to date you. Yeah. But I'm not going to have it be less than dating. So if you text me, it's to ask me on a date. And if you do, and if it's anything less, I won't be answering. And I'd please appreciate it if you if you stepped out of my life because I need time to get over this. Yeah, and I would include if you're texting me for a date, you better fucking mean it. Yes, and not just be oh I miss my friend. Well, this is back to Lev's situation in the beginning, getting back in a relationship yeah. that you're basically signing up to start from date thirty. Right, because that's what he has to sign up for. So, and you might be listening. Oh, I don't want to be too much. That's a lot. That's very aggressive. Well. Good luck with the next 10 years. Yeah, you got to throw decade. it down here. Uh, you know, you'll, you'll be emailing me in 2030. Right. So I, I, Because we're a room full of men here. Well, Shelby. Not, Shelby's there, you know. <laughs> I was cyberbullied within an inch of my life last night. I, we're, all, we're a room full of red-blooded American men, and no one in this room is disagreeing with me. Yeah. You gotta you gotta make a move. It's gotta be harsh. It's gotta be different than what you've been doing. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. I love that cousin respect thing too, because I get emails to my podcast. They're like, should I fuck more of my dad's friends? <laughs> like I get the complete opposite <laughs> of it. You know, and I'm like, how many have you begged? And they're like, Well, the, the new one has a mustache and it's cute. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Lev Fur. We're sponsored people. Ooh, love this sponsor. Blue Chew. Blue Chew for the men out there. Girls, are you feeling a little bored in the bedroom? Would you like your man to last longer? Get your guys some Blue Chew. Blue Chew's fun. It's not for old men who can. Who can Blue Chew's fun. Like, I feel like I'm a, on a Saturday morning cartoon show. Blue Chew. That's right. It's not for old men anymore who can't get it up. Blue Chew's for anyone looking for longer and enhance their and enhanced performance. Oh, looking to last longer and enhance their performance. Blue Chew is the first chewable dick pill with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. Because you chew it, it works faster than a pill, and if you send him a text in the middle of the night, it will be ready for action faster than it takes to call an Uber. You can take them any time of day or night, even on a full stomach. It's your wing woman in the bedroom. And don't worry, Blue Chew is legit. It's prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy. It ships right to you in a discreet package. They're made in the USA, and Blue and since Blue Chew prepares and ships directly, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Best of all, there's no more awkwardness. Tell your guy that right now. We've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our promo code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN. Just pay $5. Again, that's B-L-U-E, BlueChew.com. Promo code JTRAIN, B-L-U-E, Chew.com. Code JTRAIN to try it for free. Just pay that $5 of shipping. BlueChew is better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. That's right. Here with Lev Fur at Lev Fur, Portland, Chicago, Tampa, Poughkeepsie, New York City, Levfer.com, go, 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 Young Daddy Podcast. We got time for one more email? One more email. Okay, you ready? I'll give you the choice. Jada Jane Doe, single dad, let me down. Urgent, should I be invited to his B-Day party? Shared house nightmare. Venmo creepy catch, leave me stuck between rock and hard place. Sister believes my parents' home is a convent. Um, I'm 37 and don't know how to hit on guys. Predate cell phone, predate phone call requests, yes or no. I think urgent struck out of me. All right. Here we go. Um, I've been seeing this guy since Valentine's Day. 
Okay, so right now about it is March 11th, about a month. We hang out at least twice a week, usually at my place because he has a roommate, but we've gone to his place twice. Text constantly. Text consistently and have sex almost every time we were together, first time being the third date, if that matters. For reference, he's 23 and in grad school, and I'm 25 working as a graphic designer. Everything seems to be going well. We have decent conversations, laugh a lot when we're together. I've slept over at his place and even met a couple of his friends, uh, even met a couple of my friends twice. His birthday is coming up, and he's already told me that he's celebrating this weekend, 314, which I'm now realizing is, a, is also a month since we started seeing each other. But he hasn't invited me. Last night when we hung out, he mentioned that I still need to meet his friends and I was kind of expecting him to invite me then, but still nothing. So I guess what I'm asking is, should I somehow casually bring up if I should come or is it too soon to invite myself to this and just wait and see if, it, uh, if he does it himself? Uh, she'd also love a celeb lookalike. Um, you know what I will say? She's very cute. This is already in the past when she's hearing this. So, because it's coming out the 20th, right? Sure. So, I feel like we should switch an email. Switch it up? What do you well, think? what's your quick answer to her? Because now that we've opened the Pandora's box, we'll do one more after this. I think if you're supposed to get invited to the birthday, he'll invite you. And there's no in-betweens. You know what I mean? So, you think if she doesn't get the invite, she should consider that a sign for what this relationship is to him? I don't, I don't necessarily think that. I think that it, it's an indicator of where they're at right now that can change you know maybe by the next birthday you're the first you're the one planning it but yeah. right now it's not there yet he might to still be looking at he's like oh maybe like susan's coming that other hot chick you know i, what I, mean? I agree with you the only difference i have in that advice is well i would add advice onto it she does believe in her mind again this is we're trying to like we need a translator for for relationships, like we're yeah. we're the translators. So in her mind, I'm at the place where I want to meet his friends at his birthday party. Right, right. So you're there. You can let him know that you're there. Right. And if he says I'm not there, you know maybe that's a time to reevaluate the relationship. But you know you could you could do it passively or you can do it not passively. Yeah. Like you could. There's one option where it's hey. So am I coming to the birthday this weekend? And he goes, uh, well, 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 woo, yeah. you know? But I don't even think she should ask. You know what I mean? Because it's like... Let it happen. Yeah, let it happen. It's, he either asks you or like, or, or no. So let's say this week goes by, no ask. What does she do after that? Uh, I think stay in the pocket. See if, it, see if it grows. You know what I mean? Like, let, it, let it happen. Yeah, I would, I'm sure she could be uh, upset about it. I think I'd be upset about it, too, if yeah. I was dating somebody for a month and I was like, I'm not invited to your fucking birthday. Yeah, like, yeah, that, yeah. I, I could see that being a real problem for sure. me. But, you know. Well, I think it's okay for it to be a problem for you. Yeah. I think if you let it happen, which I think is fine advice, I think that's a good idea, where you go, hey, let it happen. He either invites you or he doesn't, and if he doesn't, now you have to deal, now he has to deal with your emotions, and you have a right to your feelings. I think right. a lot of times people go, well, if I'm not invited, uh, he doesn't see me that way. I'll just, I'll, I, uh, how could I get mad? You can get mad at someone who you've been with for a month. Yeah. You could say to them, hey, thought it was kind of weird that you didn't invite me to your birthday. We've been together a month. I'm there. I'm yeah. at the point where I would have you at my birthday. 
I what? also, I if it were me and I was seeing somebody seriously for a month, I feel like I would just assume they're coming and maybe even forget to invite them. And then the day of, I'd be like, hey, here's the address. You're coming, right? Sure. That I, could happen too. But yeah. then like, you know, at that point, she'd be like killing herself. She'd be not killing herself, literally, but like right, right. the whole week just like beating herself up about like, you know, what do I, you know, why yeah. haven't I gotten the invite? But I, I'm with you. Yeah. What do you got? You got to look alike? Uh, she looks too much like uh, someone I grew up with. Okay. Did, did you, <laughs> your vision is clouded? Mm -hmm. She's very pretty. We'll do one more email. Podcast at gmail.com. One more J email. I feel like a dick because I, I, I said we got to switch it up. No, not a dick at all. I, I agree with you. Let's do, let's do hooking up with an ex because you're going through this. Yeah. My ex-boyfriend and I dated for six years, recently saw each other for the first time after not really talking or seeing each other for over a year. We both thought it was going to be awkward, even though the breakup was very amicable, but we ended up having a really good time hanging out. There was lots of sexual tension. We ended up drinking a lot and ultimately hooking up. He stayed the night, and we had a lot of very deep talks about our relationship, personal growth he had made over the past year between hookups. We both were very drunk, and he ended up telling me he loved me and he always would love me, but I don't think he remembers saying that since he browned out for part of the night in the morning we hooked up twice again sober again after the last hookup he kind of flipped the switch and said if we're going to be in each other's lives as friends this is not the way to do it we ended up getting drinks later that week to talk through things and again ended up having a great time and hung out for four hours we left agreeing that we should be friends but there was still a lot of sexual tension i tried to push it out of my mind and we didn't talk for about a month until last night he responded to my snapchat story one thing led to another he ended up staying the night again and we stayed up pretty much all night hooking up and talking we also hooked up sober again this morning twice I've made a lot of personal growth over the last year that I don't think I would have been able to make without the breakup. We do have an undeniable chemistry, mutual respect, and care for one another. This has, me has made me wonder if we are still the right people for each other, but had the wrong timing. This whole situation has brought back a lot of feelings, and the sex is honestly amazing. I'm hoping to get advice on what I should do or insights of what you think is going through his mind. Was also hoping to get a celeb lookalike, picture attached. Very pretty. Love the lipstick. Yeah, hot gal. Uh, Lev, any thoughts? Uh, I Listen, as a guy going through the other end of it, accept his apology, run back to him, you know, <laughs> move in together, have a kid, let it be a test. Yeah. You know? No, I, I, you know what's crazy is that we're all going through the same eight things. Sure. Like every Absolutely. Part, you know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. But, yeah, I don't know. What do you think? Um, I think she wants us to give an answer that I'm not going to give. Yeah. She wants us to go, yes, you can be together. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be wonderful. This is the one. Right. That's the easier route for her mentally. Yeah. Here's the reality, okay? And I don't want to be mean to her. I'm not trying to say she's not. She's, she's going to end up with someone great that's great for her, but this isn't the guy. Yeah. Here's what what he, makes you say that? Well, what here's what he's you? doing. He Notice how she's put a lot of weight into the sober sex. Yeah. She's like, well, we had sex sober, so it must mean more to him. No, no, no. You she, should be having sex sober. Yes. You know? That, they, they, that getting doesn't, hammered to, to fuck somebody is terrible for you. It's just like, that's a, just, just unhealthy. It's also, it's also not like he's getting, like, she says that as if guys are like, oh, I got to get drunk enough to, to be with this, this monster of a right. person. It's like, she's beautiful. Yeah. Of course he wants to get in bed with her. Like, it's not like, you know, so... Stop referencing that as making it more important to him. It's not. Yeah. What I would say to her is the easiest person to casually hook up with is someone you've already broken up with. Yeah. So 
when he feels flips like it's the supposed switch, to happen. Well, it feels like it's supposed to happen. Also, she's like the sex is amazing. The reason the sex is amazing, the reason the talks are amazing, the reason the you guys laugh together is because there's already you already know each other. Yeah. So yes, of course it feels better than the random guy you met on Tinder. Of course it feels better than the random guy you met on Bumble because meeting people is hard. Getting to know someone is difficult. Yeah. So this guy offers you a crutch. He's someone you already know. You've already figured out. You know he likes missionary. You know he likes doing doggy style at the end, and that's how he gets what, off. What guy likes so, missionary? Well, I'm saying like this. <laughs> <laughs> this boring loser. I'm yeah. saying this. You already know the beats of the sexual relationship. There's no awkwardness. There's no uncomfortableness because you've done this already. Yeah. So you're casually forgetting. And, and he's like, it's like he's got nothing to lose at this point. He can say whatever he wants. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now he's in bed with her going, oh, I've had love for you for so long. Of course he loves you. Of course he enjoys you. Yeah. You broke up for no reason. And then he spent a year going and fucking anyone else he could. And then when he was lonely, he came back to you. Yeah. So my thing to her is. All of these good feelings are out of convenience. Unless, and, and, and again, this goes back to the advice of the uh, two emails ago. You can send a strong... You can, he can text you, hey, uh, he can respond to your Snapchat story and you can go... And you can have a flirty conversation that results in a date. Yeah. You're letting the flirty conversation result in a let me pop over to drop off the cup. Right, 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 right. And that's the best case scenario for him because he can always go, listen, we, we tried already. Yeah. The breakup now for this casual thing is easy. Yeah. But can I say, I think the only way it can work out mm-hmm. is if he, it like, because as somebody on the fucking other end of it. Sure. If he can get to that point where he can admit to himself and be like, oh, I actually do want to be with this but person. This is, but, that, but that's all what I was saying before. That yeah. results in effort. Yeah, and he has to get there himself. And there, I feel like typically there's mm. a very low chance the guy gets there. Two percent chance. Yeah, like think, you, like if you say if you if you can have a flirty, fun Snapchat combo, yeah. or he sends that fire emoji to your Instagram story, that he that's hopes the least effort possible. The least effort yeah. possible until so, he buys stationery. Yeah. It's useless. You know what I mean? Until he's like fucking exactly. feathered pen. And he's off writing, I remember the day yeah. that I saw you. When I dined on thy pussy on I, November 8th. <laughs> I dined. <laughs> I had a king's lunch on thine boots. I still lick my fingers despite <laughs> corona concern. I'd like to take you out on a date. I'd like to take you out. For maybe a martini or two. Like, he needs to... So you need to put him at the position of investment or no investment. Yeah. And there's a point... You can give him a couple shots, and then there's a point where you got to go, hey, uh, this is just an easy option for both of us, and I don't want to go down a path with you that takes time away from me going through the uncomfortable parts of the relationship with other people that might be the better match. Yeah. You have to get discomfort to get to comfort. Right. Also, him knowing that you're out there looking for the one is going to put some pressure on his ass, too. Absolutely. You know? J-Train podcast. Like, uh, oh, yeah. Who she look like? Giada De Laurentiis. That is very... What a poll. She does. Who the fuck is that? You don't know Giada? The chef. The chef. Uh-uh. I like when they're like, I, I fucked him eight times, then I blew him in the morning, and here's a picture of me at my 
Nacer's christening. <laughs> she did this send is a, a chef that does this? Yeah, she did send a very innocent picture. She's like, yeah, we had sober sex and we I fucked seven, eight times. Yeah, Red a, lipstick girls are always theater girls, I've noticed. Really? Yeah, they're always theater Striking. Kids. They, yeah. they want to make a... They want to pop. I just want to jump out at you. The American people are tired of women. I feel like that's your ringtone show. <laughs> what do you get a text? Lev Fur, thank you for coming on. Yeah, thank you so much for having Fantastic me. Fantastic to have you. All of man. you need to go follow Lev at Lev Fur. Go to his shows Portland, Chicago, Tampa, Poughkeepsie, New York City, LevFur.com, Young Daddy Podcast. Shelby, thank you for popping on. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelby. I, I want to also, Shelby, I want to thank you mm-hmm. for all the help during Bachelor season. It was quite a ride. It was quite a ride. All the artwork was Shelby, Shelby alone, all the creative direction. I So many people love those Monday posts. The whole team really came together. The team really put a lot of effort, really came together. Uh, it was a fun season. I want to thank everyone who watched the live stream and shared it with friends. I'll be back for The Bachelorette. My preview will be out on Betches. We're going to do the same rodeo. So... Thank you, Shelby. Thank you to all the people out there. If you're on YouTube, we love you. Everyone join on YouTube. Subscribe. It's in the description. I'm Jared Free. We'll be back next episode. Boom.